just in time for the 20 Degrees podcast from Oculus Architectural Engineering. We're here in Auckland, New Zealand, talking about everything that separates the inside from the outside and getting down to the nuts and bolts of how to build good buildings. If you're looking for explanations instead of confusing rules, if you're looking for easy to build instead of E2AS1, and if you believe a warm, dry, comfortable, and healthy place to live and work is a basic human right, then you're in the right place. It's a building science podcast. Best consumed at 20 degrees. On this episode, we're talking to a few of the people on our team. Who they are, where they're from, what they did, as long as you love me, I mean, and a few other questions sprinkled in for a little bit of flavor. Episode 5, Sean, Peter, Leslie, and Demas. Hi, and welcome to these special episodes of the 20 Degree Podcast. Because um, of the COVID-19 situation and because of the fact that we're all at home right now, working from home, we're not able to actually record any podcasts in the office where we have the actual podcast set up. So I've been calling each of the employees at Oculus and giving them a little interview, um, usually 10 questions per person, just random questions, seven of which are the same, three of which are kind of a little bit flexible, and just getting to know who they are as a person, how they fit into our team, uh, where they come from, what they're doing, and um, yeah, just giving a little bit of information on who everyone is on the Oculus team. And to start, I'm going to be interviewing myself because I'm apparently the interviewer and I need to interview myself. So I'm going to start off with uh, the first question. And the first question is, where are you from and how is the weather there? I'm personally from Toronto, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So basically not the east coast of Canada, a little bit farther uh, towards the center, but it's as pretty much south as you can go in Canada. It's a little peninsula into the United States. So, uh, because it's next to the Great Lakes and because it's inland, it gets pretty cold and it gets pretty warm. Very cold in the winter, very warm in the summer, and there's a lot of precipitation, lots of thunderstorms, lots of snow and squalls and things like that in the winter. But yeah, it can go down to minus 35 in the winter and it can go up to plus 35 or 40 in the summer. So there's a lot of things that you have to design for, a lot of different conditions when you're designing a building. Where am I located now? Right now, I am located in Auckland, uh, Eden Terrace specifically. I actually live 130 steps from the office, which is, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but right now it seems like a good thing because it means I can I could wake up a little bit late and get to work on time, no problem. So I like that part of it. And no commuting because I don't really like commuting. What's my school and work background? Well, school, went to high school, then went to university. I went to the University of Toronto. I did a civil engineering degree and I centered mostly around building science and construction. Didn't really like structural engineering too much. Done some structural engineering here and there, but I really like building science. I like making warm, healthy, dry buildings that people are comfortable in. That's my school background and work background. I've done a lot of funky jobs. I was a an acapella singer for a bit. I was a barista for a bit. Worked for a construction company doing proposals and things like that. I worked as a forensic engineer investigating buildings that had burnt down and had big leaks. Um, so just trying to figure out what happened, how to fix what, uh, what the damage was and how to make it not happen again. And then after that, I worked for a company called RJC in Toronto. Uh, I worked for the building science and restoration sector or, or side of the business there, doing lots of building science design and construction monitoring and renovations and investigations and all kinds of different things. 
And then I packed a bag and moved here to New Zealand. And now I work for Oculus. And I'm, uh, yeah, bringing my expertise from Canada to here to try to change the industry. So that's my school and work background. What do I think the biggest problem with the building industry in New Zealand is right now? If I had to choose one thing, I would say... Although there's a lot more people coming on board and a lot more people believing that there is a problem that needs to be fixed, there is still a large percentage of people who don't really believe that there's a problem. I don't know if it's because of pride. I don't know if it's because of the fact that they've been building a certain way for a certain amount of time or because they haven't experienced anything different. A lot of people here in the industry think that condensation is regular, normal, inevitable. And the mold that comes with that is just inevitable. That's just how buildings are. And for some reason, it just happens in New Zealand and there's no way to fix it. So yeah, it's that inevitability, that unwillingness to accept that there's a problem. That's, I think, the biggest problem in New Zealand right now for the building industry. Have I ever lived in a house where I can control the temperature and humidity? Yes. In Canada, um, it's fairly standard to have a thermostat in your house and you go and you type in a number onto that thermostat, uh, whether it's 20 degrees, a nice comfortable temperature, or a little bit higher, a little bit lower than that. And the house will just make the house that temperature and it will stay within a one to two degree range of that. And it'll just stay like that all day, every day. And if you want to change it, you press the button and it changes. That's like standard in Canada. Whereas here, um, I went to go look for some housing and I asked, oh, where's the thermostat? And I just got a funny look because it doesn't exist, um, which is wild to me. Cool. Do I have any complaints about my current home? My current home, I live in an apartment. I live on the, not the ground floor, but I live on the first floor above the garage. So I think my biggest problem was during the winter, I was getting a lot of air leaks. When I was cooking in my kitchen over here, I would feel wind, cold wind blowing on my feet. And I actually found out that there was a big gap underneath my oven. So I got some duct tape and I taped under there. So that's fixed. I also didn't have any ventilation, like no extract fan in the bathroom. So I installed one in the bathroom and I'm a renter. So I shouldn't have been able to do that, but I jimmied a way to do it so that it's not permanent. I can take it out after. And then also, yeah, I have single glazed windows and aluminum joinery with no thermal breaks. So it tends to be cold next to my windows. Those are my complaints. Oh, also no heater. There's no heater at all in here. I had to buy a heater. So yeah, anyways, those are my complaints. Have I ever worked with my hands? Installing, fixing, fabricating. Yes, I have definitely worked with my hands. I My parents are actually farmers. So I grew up on a farm doing farm work. So running tractors, picking things, planting things, cultivating, pulling weeds, pulling rocks out of the fields, and then also building things because, uh, you know, you always have to build a new structure to hold some things or cover things or yeah, stuff like that. So when I was young, I did a lot of uh, nailing, hammering, screwing, putting pieces of wood together and, and building things. And then once I graduated from university, Actually, even during university, I did a lot of building projects. Um, like I was in charge of this extracurricular group where people would come and build things, usually out of timber, uh, two by fours and things like that. But yeah, once I graduated, I did the forensics thing, which was very hands-on. I had to be in the field, poking things, touching things, measuring things. But when I was actually in university, I did a co-op term full year and I was working on a construction site. I was working for a concrete forming company. So I was... Tying rebar, putting marks, marking lines, surveying, 
basically looking at the drawings and translating those into a physical place on the work site and showing people where to put a, a wall, put a column, put a slab, whatever it might be. So yeah, lots of uh, hands-on experience. Oh, actually, even uh, when I was doing, when I was working for RJC, doing some investigations, I had to hang off the side of a building on ropes on a bosun chair. So basically rappelling off the side of the building to inspect things. So yeah, lots of hands-on stuff. If I were a material or an element on the periodic table, what would I be? If I had to choose an element on the periodic table, I would say titanium, just because I really like it. It's got a cool look to it. It's very light. It's very strong. It's antibacterial. Usually things don't grow on it. So yeah, titanium. It's a cool metal. Dogs or cats? Uh, I like both, and I like both for different reasons. I like dogs because they're always down to party. They're always excited. You say, hey, let's go somewhere. They're like, oh my God, wow, that's amazing. And I also like cats because they're just aloof and they do what they want and independent and sassy and kind of rude. But when you earn their respect and when you earn their love, it feels like you really did something. It feels like you achieved something, you earned something. So that's why I like cats. Uh, so yeah, both. And I'd say the last one, ooh, I'm going to answer two. Why not? So favorite restaurant right now in Auckland is Bar Celeste on K Road, right near Queen Street. Can't go there right now, but I'm excited for when they reopen. So yeah, lots of good, I think French tapas, I guess you could say, small plates. Anyways, and then last question is, what's one thing that I miss from back home that is impossible or hard to get here? I would say chips. There are certain types of chips. And when I say chips, I mean crisps, like the, you know, potato, the thin ones that are fried. Yeah. All dressed chips and dill pickle chips. Those are very Canadian flavors and I miss them and I can't buy them here. And the chips here, ah, the salt and vinegar is like fine, but I haven't found my chip yet. But uh, that's about it. So those are actually 11 questions. I, I gave myself one extra one because I was going pretty quick. So yeah, that's my interview. That's me. Keep listening and you'll hear more from the rest of the team. So thanks for tuning in and uh, stay tuned. Hi, Sean. Uh, Sean McIsaac, hey. you're one of the directors of Oculus. So I feel like this is going to be a good interview. I feel like we got a lot of stuff to discuss. But yeah. I have a list of questions. Yeah, fire and away. And just answer them as quick as you can. Don't think about them too much. Just kind of throw them out there and we'll Love see it. how they go. Cool. So podcast uh, question number one. Where are you from and how is the weather there? I'm from Vancouver. Cool. I don't know how the weather is today. But it's usually cold. Well, it's not usually cold, actually. It's a lot like Auckland. It's about five degrees colder in the winter. Sure. There's a couple of periods where it gets below freezing. Sure. But otherwise, wet. Wet and rainy. Cloudy. <laughs> wet and cloudy, whereas Auckland's wet and sunny. How hot does it get? Uh, doesn't get above 25 very often. Gotcha. You know, okay. One or two weeks a year to get above 25. Cool. All right. So Rarely that's, above 30, though. That's Vancouver. But are you really from Vancouver, or are you from a little bit outside Vancouver? Uh, about an hour east of Vancouver, but nobody listening to this to know where Chilliwack is. Gotcha. Good band, though. So, where are you located now? I think uh, everyone knows, but let's... I'm in the office right now. <laughs> You're in the office, because you live there. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I live in the office. So, yeah. we took out this spot uh, almost been a year and a half ago. Yep. And I've been living in a sectioned off part of it. So, it's pretty cool. feels pretty home, like home for me. Yeah. feels like home for everyone else. It's a nice place to be. But yeah, Eden Terrace. Yeah. Eden Terrace, Auckland. Cool. What's your school and work background? 
I went to the University of British Columbia and studied mechanical engineering. And in 2007, I Googled engineering something Vancouver and a company called RDH popped up. And RDH happened to be one of the best building science engineering companies in North America at the time. And they decided that I would be good at it. Uh, so I joined them as a student in 07 for a couple months. And then again in 08 and then in 2009 started full time. Cool. Did that. Moved to Seattle for a couple of years, two and a half years. And I've been in New Zealand for three and a half years now. Awesome. If you had to pick one thing, what's the biggest problem with the building industry in New Zealand right now? No one knows how to think. Ooh, that's a that's an interesting one. I like it. Do you want to elaborate? I don't think there's one specific thing, but I think there is just a fundamental lost the ability to think about what we're designing. We've we've gone or the industry's gone to trying to copy and paste solutions from textbooks, from accessible solutions from others without understanding any of the reasons behind why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we started the company the way we did is we don't really copy and paste a lot of stuff. We actually want to understand why we're doing it. And then when you find out why you're doing it, you start to wonder why are we doing that? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think it's probably just because of everyone's kind of a little bit risk averse. And so if you do the thing that worked last time or quote unquote worked or got through council last time, then that's the easiest way in their mind, I guess. So lack of thinking of each project as an individual. No, I think that's exactly right. And so rather than trying to understand what's going on, they just try and find the answer that is accepted. Hmm. It's, so it's a deeper, I wouldn't say lack of knowledge, but it's lack of that deep understanding of what's happening. Yeah. There's a very superficial understanding of building design and that deeper level is missing. Fair. Cool. Um, have you, I know the answer to this question is already, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Um, have you ever lived in a house where you can, you know, click a box on the wall and then it does the temperature and humidity that you want in your house? <laughs> have I ever? Not in New Zealand, I haven't. What, what the place that you're living right now? Uh, yeah, sorry. The one that I live in right now is thermostat control and very comfortable. Gotcha. It's also very well insulated for an yeah. office. Yeah, I'll put it this way. I've never lived in a house in New Zealand with a thermostat or central heating. Same. And I've never lived in Canada in one without one. Correct. Same. <laughs> cool. Have you ever worked with your hands, like installing, fixing, fabricating, manufacturing, anything like that? Yep. Yeah, I've done a summer job as a drywaller. Cool. Plastering. Plasterer. Nice. What do you already call it? Yep. It was good. Um, comes in handy for home repairs every so often. Definitely. You know, the odd job around the house kind of stuff, that kind of fix it stuff. Yeah. A little bit of woodworking, all the woodwork in the office I did myself. So relatively handy. Yeah. And I feel like that helps in terms of uh, engineering, not just knowing all the knowledge, but actually having some hands-on experience really, really helps. Oh my God. So there's so many examples where you look at an engineering design yeah. And you're like, did you ever touch this material before to understand how it works? There's literally no way <laughs> you can't install this like that. It's impossible. Yeah. That was my post uh, last week. I went back to an engineer and he was trying to explain how a 12 mil rod would deflect under a seismic event. And so I, oh, you might not saw this one. Yeah. Just touching materials and feeling it. Sometimes the engineering answer doesn't match reality. So yeah. There's some good talks about theory versus reality. And sometimes you just got to be like, uh, there's probably some redundancy in the design. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's get on to some of the sillier questions. If you were a material or if you were an element on the periodic table, which one would you be? <laughs> wow. 
Silicone. I think it'd be silicone for both answers. Got it. Silicone or silicon, I guess. <laughs> yeah, silicone or silicon. It's a good material. Very versatile. Very versatile, flexible. Gotcha. I'm a flexible person. Yeah. Yep. And robust. I agree. You're affected by UV, though, I think. You're not UV stable. I feel like if you sit in the sun. I will burn. <laughs> I will burn, where silicone will not. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> What's your favorite restaurant here in Auckland right now? Right now? They're all closed right now. They're all closed right now. But I mean, like before the lockout, which one was your favorite? Uh, so our go-to restaurant is Oyster and Chop Ooh. at the Viaduct. Nice. Uh, best steak cuts. Yeah, just a great little meal. Cool. And it comes with the tomahawk, comes with a bone for Annabelle. Baby. So the dog gets a bone after too. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And last question. What's your favorite cladding? Hmm. Don't like give specific manufacturers. I'm just talking about a general type. Yeah. Depends on the building for me. I do like brick. I think it's mm. a really interesting product. Mm. I think it's got some really interesting design challenges. It's pretty though. It's pretty. Mm. I think metal panels got some really um, good applications. Um, in terms of being like a cover a lot of area pretty quickly and it's really well designed. So yeah. it's a very um, efficient design. Fair. Yeah. So I guess it just depends. Do you know what my least favorite is? Let's hear it. Precast. Really? Oh, see, I <laughs> Pre- feel I don't mind precast, precast as long as it's designed paint. properly. I personally hate fiber cement. Just hate it. I can't deal with it. There are very few products that look good. There's various grades of fiber cement. There are. So you're right. Some of the ones, the predominant ones in New Zealand are not great quality. They are horrendous. funny enough, they're failing. Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) So Victopia on Victoria Avenue downtown, panels fell off because they all cracked. Oh, jeez. So fiber cement expands when it gets um, wet and cold and hot. It's not magical. It's not a magical product. It's not great. Anyways, cool. I think that's all the questions I had. Thanks for the chat chat. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do with these, but we'll post them somewhere. See you back in the office eventually, hopefully if we get out of uh, level four lockdown sometime soon. Yeah, it'll be good. Cool. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Ciao. Hello, hello. Hi, Demas. Hello. Okay, good morning. It is uh, bright and early, 11, 10 a.m., and we're going to do some questions just to find out who you are as a human being. Uh, You are a human, yes? Slightly. Slightly human. Cool. So, first question, where are you from and how's the weather there? I am from the U.S., kind of all over. I moved here from Seattle, and it is Seattle weather there, so it's quite rainy during the winter, Hmm. like horribly rainy during the winter. And then in the summer, it's dead perfect. Well, fair. Sounds like Auckland almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's quite cool. I guess longer bouts of rain instead of like the heavy duty, like. Gotcha. Downpours. Mm, Interesting. Cool. And where are you located now? Well, Auckland, Ponsonby. Ponsonby. Cool. Nice. And you realize that I'm going to know most of the answers to all these questions, but we're doing it for, for I, someone else's uh, benefit, <laughs> <yeah>. not mine. <laughs> okay, cool. So what's your school and work background? What did you do in school and where did you work before here? I studied architectural technology at the New York Institute of Technology. Cool. Got a Bachelor's of Science in that field. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was originally like really on the architectural track, and I'm still on that track. But I found building science 
in Seattle and thought it'd be really interesting and probably great to have sort of under my belt um, going into architecture. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, architecture, but you have, you, you know, the science behind all the things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. At least I have a pretty good understanding. Sure. No, most things. no one knows all the science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Got a pretty good handle. <laughs> yeah, it's always a learning experience, though. Cool. Okay, so if you had to pick one thing, what's the biggest problem with the building industry in New Zealand right now? One oh. thing. I know. It's hard to pick one. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I just think probably just resistance to change. Mm. That's the, the hardest one. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you've said it before, and you'll say it again, but it's just like, this is how we've always done it. That's so true. Like, yeah. getting an architect to see a different way of doing something or especially like a contractor to see a different way of doing something Mm. that has been done, just not necessarily here. It's really difficult. Yeah. I feel like part of it is because to say that you're going to do a new thing, you have to admit that there were problems or room for improvement with the old thing that you used to do. And some people have a lot of trouble doing that, especially if this is the first time they've heard about it. There's automatically this resistance um, saying, no, I've always done this before. I know how to do things, but yeah. Yeah. There's always room to learn though. No, for sure. And fair enough. And I mean, maybe 30, 40, 50 years from now, we'll look back and, you know, like, oh yeah, definitely room for improvement and all of that because there'll be new materials and there'll be new, like just everything. There'll be new science. There'll be new everything. So, but without any progression we're just sitting here doing the same thing it's, it's unhealthy what's the point yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, cool next question and uh, i've gotten interesting answers they're very consistent with people who have lived here their entire life and very consistent with people who haven't lived here their entire life but have you ever lived in a house or an apartment or whatever uh, where you can just like press a button on the wall and it changes the temperature and humidity just because like you just do it and then it does it by itself have you lived in a house like that you can do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a need. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think of most of the houses that I've lived in, at least before I moved out of the house yeah. that my, I was raised with, yeah. then I lived in some strange places. But sure, as we do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most everywhere that I've lived, it's kind of just bing, bang, boom. Yeah, cool. Do you have any complaints about your current home? And I'm not sure if we're talking about this current home or the one that you have parked in the driveway, but you, you answer whatever you want. Oh, yeah. The van's pretty comfortable. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Fully insulated, probably nice. better than most homes probably. that have been in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through this lockdown, I'm staying in a little villa in Ponsonby mm-hmm. and it's cool. I mean, it's definitely single pane windows, mm-hmm. wood framed. At least they're wood framed. My feet are constantly cold even though i've been in the crawl space here and it does have the like polyester bats Mm. it's just does it have an air barrier below it it doesn't have an air barrier now so it's just Mm. kind of freely convection yeah yeah yeah. but like the thing with it is i mean when you have the little radiator heaters going like it does get pretty warm but then it gets too warm in certain spots because (laughs) you're like directly an extra radiative heater you know and then you have single pane windows, so you get this like strange thing happening, and then your feet are still freezing. Yeah, so, whatever the heater is pointing at is nice and warm, but everything else is ice. Yeah, once you have like the field of view, yeah, with the with radiative heating, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then your body's <laughs> super warm. This half, 
Sure. <laughs> cool. I think I know the answer to this, but have you ever worked with your hands, installing, fixing, fabricating, doing stuff that's not sitting behind a desk and typing? Definitely. Heaps. Yeah. Grew up, my dad was a contractor, so I think I've basically been working on houses since I was six because he's pretty good about putting you to work. <laughs> Fair. Same. But yeah, I mean, from electrical, tiling, framing, roofing, pretty into the crafts as well. So just... So you know how things go together and you know when things will work on site and won't work on site then? Yeah, I would definitely say gotcha. just knowing the systems is something I pride myself on. Yep, yep, fair. Me too. Okay, so getting to the weirder questions. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs, done. If you were a material or an element on the periodic table, which one would you be? Maybe like carbon. Carbon. Carbon's a good one. Very abundant, useful in a lot of different ways. Nice. Yeah. Carbon. Cool. Do you have a favorite iteration of carbon or how it's put together? Are you a carbon fiber kind of guy? Graphite? Diamonds? What are we saying? Hydrocarbons? Oh, yeah. Graphite's really cool. Fair. Or like graphene. Oh, cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> cool. And then last question. How do you spell the word color? depends on if i'm trying to get yelled at here or not (laughs) Uh, i did i messaged someone in my family the other day and i spelled color without thinking about it and i said with you know with you (laughs) and uh, just kind of caught me by surprise i don't normally spell with you but since then vapor flavor color yeah all of those they all got the use i was used to that in canada but um i've had to get used to aluminium i say aluminium now instead of good old aluminum yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, cool. That's uh, that's ten questions there. So thank you very, very much for your time. I got uh, another another recording up next. So yeah, have a good rest yeah. of the day, and I'll talk to you soon. You as well. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao. Leslie, <laughs> how are you today? What's going on? I'm good. Well, life's great. It's a beautiful sunny day outside, so it I can't is. complain. Yeah, it's just lovely. Cool. Uh, so yeah, let's just bump right into these questions. So the first one is, where are you from and how's the weather in general there? What does it usually look like? So I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. So I was born and raised and the weather down here is like that saying, four seasons in one day. Mm. So it can be rain, hail, shine, and cloudy all in one day. Some days, even fog comes wow. around. So you just never know. So put on a t-shirt and shorts in the morning, but also bring a pair of pants, a rain jacket, a sweater, yes. a hat maybe. Always be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. And like we're in Auckland. Auckland's pretty big. Oh, Auckland's pretty big. Yes. So I was born and raised out East Auckland. So gotcha. around the Bucklands Beach area. Yeah, cool. However, I'm now residing in the great South Auckland. Oh, lovely. Southside. Yup. Southside. Awesome. Cool. Uh, that was going to be my second question. Where are you located now? But you just answered it. So South Auckland is where you're located now. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, what's your school and work background? How'd you get here? Background, I was very much one of those students at school who didn't really know what they wanted to do so just fell into automatically business Mm -hmm. um so I went to a 
UT when it was AIT, when it was still an Institute of Technology, and I did a diploma in business management there. And then from there on, I pretty much fell into a whole vast of administration roles before I headed off to do my OE in my early 20s. And then I came back to New Zealand due to the recession back in 2008 um, and had to start all over again, the climb, the climb up the corporate ladder. Mm. And then after, I'd say, well, it's it's been 12 years since then. And um, here I am. I found myself at Oculus at the start of this year. Awesome. And this is your first time in the construction industry? Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. Although we're more consulting than construction, but we do a lot of construction stuff, I guess. And how are you finding that? Interesting so far? Yes, it has been. I would say that my mind is gets broadened every day and I'm learning stuff about building science all the time and it's been definitely interesting conversations compared to some of the last industries that I've been in. Cool. Well, I'm glad uh, glad we're at least interesting. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so the next question is, uh, have you ever worked with your hands, installing, fixing, fabricating, stuff like that? I wouldn't say to that extreme. I sure. did do a bit of a stint when I was in Canada, helped a local building contractor from shifting plywood from one area to another, sanding down banisters and shoveling snow. Okay. That's, I mean, that's all pretty hands-on. How long did that last for? Um, Three days. Nice. Before they <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Gotcha. We no longer need you. That's fair. Time. You just got all that sanding and all that moving stuff around done. You were just yeah. so efficient at it, I guess. Cool. If you had to choose one thing, what do you think the biggest problem is with the building industry in New Zealand right now? I guess I could say that I've been quite privileged in some of the places that I've lived all around Auckland. And now that I reside in Southside, I would definitely say that some of the housing around this area, because it's high density, that the houses here have obviously been built back in the nineteen, the early 1930s, 40s from the early settlers. And because of that, they look, I mean, I haven't walked into one, but mm. they look like they've got very poor insulation in there. And um, we often hear of a lot of reports saying how bad uh, the homes are out here in South Auckland, especially when that comes to wintertime. Sure. So I would say that that's probably, that's not like for the whole industry over the whole of New Zealand, but I guess that's what I'm talking about is my community and watching what I'm seeing surrounded around me and whether they actually have um, the money potentially. I Mm. I mean, I can't speak for the community, but I would say that from an outside point of view, a lot of the houses look very cold. Mm. I mean, even the ones built right now, um, you have to put some insulation in the walls, but there's not really, there's a lot of funny loopholes that you can get through the building code with. But all the older buildings, uh, the ones that you're talking about that you walk around South Auckland, because I have a few uh, projects down there. Some of the houses you see are in horrendous condition from the exterior, yeah. like stained yeah. and cracked and yeah. all kinds of funky stuff on the outside. And that is just a symptom of probably what's going on in the inside. So if the outside is looking that bad um, in terms of va- maintenance, the inside is probably not looking much better. And there's probably a lot of stains, mold, condensation, deterioration, and stuff like that on the inside. So yeah, yeah. So big problem with our housing stock. Well, especially in South Auckland. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 
Exactly. Cool. All right. So one of the questions that I've asked and I've gotten of very similar answers from people who were born and raised here and very similar answers from people who were born and raised elsewhere. Um, have you ever lived in a house where you can just press a button on the wall and the house will change temperature? You can set it to a temperature and it will just do it automatically and it'll hold that temperature for your whole house for the whole day. Have you lived in a house like that? So not here. Yeah. In London, yes. Oh, cool. Nice. And do you have any complaints about the current home you're living in? Any cold areas, condensation areas, mold? Yes. Mm. I mean, this current house was built in early 2000. So I would say that that's a relatively new house. Mm. And there is still one particular room in this house that gets no sun. And every winter it does get mold and it it would be the coldest room in the house Mm. year round. Fair. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Well, at some point, I think some of us should come down there and take a look and see if we can find out, yeah. uh, figure out a really quick, easy way to fix it, maybe. That would be amazing. Hopefully, hopefully there is a quick and easy way. Sometimes it, it requires pulling off outside uh, cladding and things like that. So anyways, we'll see how it goes. So now that we've gotten all the, you know, the similar questions out of the way, the ones that I've asked everyone, let's get to a couple of funky ones. Dogs or cats? Are you a dog person or a cat person? Dogs. Dogs, fair. 100% dogs. Yep, yep, as one does. Do you have a favorite restaurant here in Auckland that obviously you can't go to right now, but do you have a favorite one that you really want to visit once everything opens up back up again? And while you think, I just want to state for the record that once we go down to level three and we can get deliveries again and takeaways, it'll be really good if people actually go to the restaurant to do the pickup or order from their delivery service specifically instead of Uber Eats. Because Uber Eats, I think, takes like 30 or 35 percent of their of the price that, that they charge you. And so, yeah, I've read that recently actually. Yeah, yeah, as, as convenient as it is. It's really hard. If we were going to talk fast food, let's talk fast food let's first. Do it, yeah. I would say that I would love to have some Nando's. Got it. Classic. If we were to talk restaurants, I love a good Malaysian mm. or it would have to be in the Asian, but there's so many different restaurants that I can think of that Mm. I would love to go to. I can't pick a particular one. Cool. That's easy as. But can I, just one little piece of trivia. Do you know where Nando's comes from? Like, where's that company from? It's Portuguese chicken, but it's not from Portugal. I want to say South Africa. It is South Africa. That's a very good, yeah. Did you just guess that or you knew that already? I think someone may have told me that years ago. That's obviously fascinated for me. But you know, they they do their chicken well. Yeah, definitely. And I think I have one more question. How do you sign off on your emails? I'm a cheers kind of guy. What do you do? You're a cheers? Yeah. Gosh, in the corporate world, I was a kind regards. I see. Um, now I'm Frankly. a thanks. And sometimes I'm a thanks with an exclamation mark, depending Ooh, on my mood. I see. Depending on who you're responding to or just your own mood. That's it. Actually, depending on my own mood. I see. Okay, cool. Fair. Well, good to know. I like it. So um, if you see an exclamation mark from Leslie when she emails you, then I, I'm pretty sure that means you're, it's a happy thing. It's a good good sign to yeah, have. Yeah, that means that I'm like box of birds. Gotcha. Lovely. Okay. But if you see just a dot at the end of it, then mm, maybe maybe take it, take it easy for your response. You're like, oh, that email was a pain. Why am I having to respond to it? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's <laughs> nah, it's great. I like it. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, that's all the questions. So thank you very, very much, uh, Leslie. And I will see you back in the office one day. Who, who knows when that's going to be? One day soon. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for sticking around and listening to all of our BS. If you like what you hear, smash that subscribe button. 
If you want to learn more, find us on Instagram at pink.moose. Hop on our website, Oculus, that's O-C-U-L-U-S-L-T-D.co.nz, and join the conversation on LinkedIn. Stay dry, stay comfortable, and stay tuned for the next episode of the 20 Degrees Podcast.